All right, well, I'm going to kick it off with the just kind of going over the agenda for today. Okay. All right, so we're going to discuss um, where shall we mail your badges. We're going to discuss the four ways to register your exhibitor staff. That's crazy. That's right. Three months. So, so yeah. who who gets to go for who gets to go first? All right. Well, I'm going to kick it off with the just kind of going over the agenda for today. Okay. All right. So we're going to discuss um, where shall we mail your badges. We're going to discuss the four ways to register your exhibitor staff. We will go through how to manage that exhibitor um, staff once you guys have registered them. We'll touch on EAC registration and we will touch on the notorious customer invitation program. <laughs> notorious. Oh, yes. Can't wait Very to hear notorious. about that. All righty. And with that, we are going to do a live demo for you. So we're going to switch um, presentations. And Karen, if you could share your screen. Don't, don't worry, folks. Your chat, your your questions, and in the chat have not gone away. We've just moved yeah. into a different room, and we will move back to that okay. room. But you can uh, you can stick your stuff in here too as well. Great. All, All right. right. So Do you see my screen? Okay. Yes, we can see it perfectly. Perfect. All right. So just to kind of um, give a head start, you can find any of these links within your IMTS eKit within the checklist. So um, we have a filter for registration, or you can always just search for registration within your checklist. So once you do that, um, it'll bring you to this, the Sign Up Your Staff page. And um, so you can see here the three tiles are where shall we mail your badges, register your staff, and manage registered staff. So I am going to start off by discussing where shall we mail your badges. So this is... Um, the purpose of this is if you guys have multiple locations, you can add them here. We allow you to add an additional two more locations, and um, the primary will always be set to your booth contact. So whoever your booth contact is, um, their contact that's that's where all your badges are going to be mailed um, as your primary. So if you guys have any um, alternative locations then you can just simply add them here. And it's, it's very quick and easy. You're just adding first name, last name, and their contact information. And that's really it, honestly. Karen's going to demonstrate that. And once we go through the register your booth staff, then um, we'll also show you where you can select the, the various alternate locations. I see you squinting, Steve. Okay, I need to put my glasses on. Oh. <laughs> I know if you had a question. No, no, I'm just blind. Sorry, old and blind. Right. And there you have it. So right here. We have our Karen Lewis in Main Street in Antigua, and that is now the alternate location. And I'm just going to point this out. If you guys have, um, if you see that the your primary contact needs to be changed, you can contact Leanne D'Amato. 
All right, Karen, so why don't we review the sign up your staff? All right, certainly. All right, so the second thing you should tackle after assigning any alternate mailing locations for different um, you know, headquarters in different parts of the country or world, you should start registering your staff. That would be the second step. So um, we offer four different ways to register your booth staff. Um, there is the 2014 staff list. So if you were a previous exhibitor, you can um, use that. We've preloaded a list. There is the quick form, which is a nice shortcut way to add some staff. There's a full form if you um, choose, to, you like to type, I guess. <laughs> and then um, there's an upload of staff list if you have a um, existing list you're working from in Excel. But let's start with the 2014, uh, 2014 list. This is my favorite way. Um, piece of cake. You can basically um, check off the people that you want to register for the show. Um, we're going to ask that you put in email addresses um, if you are going to register someone who doesn't have one. Um, let's say Leanne. We want her, she wants to come to my office here, and Rochelle's going to mail to um, the main contact. So you can very easily drop, use the drop-down feature here to add your um, who should get the badge. And that's why we start with um, where should we mail your badge as the first step, because then that information appears here and you can make any necessary changes. Another thing that you could do um, in this 2014 previous staff list is indicate what type of badge they would like. Um, IMTS offers exhibitors two types of badges for the show. Uh, paper badge is a traditional trade show badge I'm sure you've seen hundreds of times. Um, so we can print out on the paper badge the information of your and your company, or if you prefer to wear um, a badge that is your company logo, something that you might have um, for the office, there is a small decal that is a half inch by half inch. It is a um, sticker, small little silver. It's green sticker, green or black sticker, and it would put right on your um, your own personal work badge. So that's another option. And those would come mailed um, to either the mailing main contact or the alternate contact. So you just select those few fields, and then you just hit right down here at the bottom, the register it's your like a bumper staff. sticker. It's like a bumper sticker that you put on your car, <laughs> but you put, it on your, you put it on yourself. Absolutely. That's right. That's yep. a bumper sticker. And so that was easy enough. Seahawks. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, the quick form is equally equally simple. So you see here we only have a few fields. So this is a great um, option to add those new staff that are new to the IMCS show since uh, the 2014 event. So um, we can add in our staff, um, put in any titles, put in emails. And this honestly is one of my favorite ways to do it. It's so quick. You can easily, you know, you, if you want to add more staff, you can just add a new row um, and keep adding your staff that way. And you'll save it, and you'll have all your, your staff there. Yeah, because everything else is already yep. saved. Uh, you yep. know, good question here from uh, Jennifer that uh, um, going, you know, back at the, you know, on the 214 <clears throat> um, list that, mm -hmm. that 
the good question is is can she can she edit the names? She can after she brings them over from the 2014 list. So um, we'll definitely show you how to do that in okay. the manage that section. So we'll go ahead and we'll we'll update Rochelle and we'll we'll give her a funny new name and I'll show you how to do that. Right, right. And of course, we can pick up badges on site. That's, that's yes, you can absolutely pick yeah. up badges on site. Yeah. However, Betsy, I do want to point out. It's not actually at McCormick. It's out of. No, I'm kidding. Well, I do want it to is, just throw out there that if you um, have your people come on site and have not pre-registered them, they're going to be paying $35 per badge on site. So make sure that you have those people pre-registered, and all they'll need to do is just pick up their badge on site. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Talking to Amanda and Jennifer here right now. Coffee. So. All righty. All right. So I'm just going to go ahead and register this person. Again, you have the option to mail to the alternate or to mail to um, a decal batch. So again, all the quick form fields you need are right there with you. Perfect. All right. I see you'll another question. You'll need the decals. So Lauren asked that you know if we already have company badges. You still got to get in the show. Yeah. You need to count. Yeah, Lauren, you'll have to select the company badges out. will not get you in the show. All right. Our full form, I am not going to register anyone. You've seen these. And there's really, um, you want to update telephones or different things like that, you can do so here. But with all the other options, truly, um, the full reg form is kind of a thing of the past. But yeah. still offering if you want to do that. And I think um, the, I think the full form would um, be help will be helpful if you have a um, employee who's in a remote location. So if you have somebody you know randomly in an office in Mexico or something, using that full reg form um, would probably be the best option for them. True. Good point. Good point, Michelle. So yes, if you want to register someone from you know different country and have that reflected on the badge rather than the company's main location. Right. All right. And the final way, um, let's upload a staff list. This is a great option for you if um, you're going to have a list and you're going to add and subtract. I know how things can change, staff comes or not comes and, and whatnot. So the best thing you could do is download the template, which is available right here on the upload a staff site. So you're going to download a list. Um, it's a CSV file. And basically, I would save that on your desktop. As things change, as, as staff is added, removed, their travel in days, whatever you're using um, to keep track of them, you can do it right here on this list. I'm going to if you bear with me a moment. I did do this ahead of time. Um, so I put together a little CSV. So this is the template that is part of the, um, the CSV download. You can see it here. It has a key information we need for the badging. First name, last name. Uh, let's see, we'll open this up so everyone can see it a little easier. Uh, title, the optional one. Uh, Very funny. name on badge. I'm glad you didn't have my name and Tommy's name in there as the, <laughs> the, the first stooge and the second stooge and Peter or anything like that, but thanks anyway. So. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So um, we, we put a note there up at the top if it's a required field. Um, you can see a company name on badge is, phone is not. So um, fill it in. The most important thing, though, when, in the most places we do see errors or receive calls at our, our customer service center is in the columns G and H. So 
Um, again, it's who do you want to mail the badge to? Um, remember, as we started this webinar, we said you want to start with where do I mail my badge? So um, just don't put any Alt-2s in there if you haven't set an Alt-2 or an alternative second mail-in contact. Um, that's where we'll see an error, people putting in things that um, they haven't previously set up in that first step. Um, and then here, just um, typing out paper or decal. Sometimes we see P's and D's in the field, and you know, with a computer, everything has to be spelled out specifically. So um, just wanted to point out those two areas where we'll often see um, a little bit of trouble for people. But other than that, it's just those few fields. Save your staff list. Oh, no. I always have trouble with these things. So you don't need to see that. All right, back to our questions. Um, Heather, yep. yes, the MM is the main contact. And David, um, there are no limits to how many um, company staff you can register. You can register as many as you'd like. Um, I do want to point out that after August 12th, you will be paying for these badges. So currently, up until August 12th, they are 100% free. You can register 100 staff, you can register 500 staff. Um, they're all going to be free up until August 12th. After August 12th, you will pay $35 per badge. Just a side question, how do you, um, how do you manage um, that the exhibitors are not giving badges to attendees? Um, we manage it based off of emails and um, various other little things within the system. So we, we ask you not to game the system? Yes, please do not. All right, then. So then once you've, you know, spent some time, whoops, I apologize. Um, once you're done with your Excel or your CSV file and you're, you know, it's getting close to that August 12th deadline and you want to get everyone in for free, um, you can come back to the website and then um, just choose the upload file and it's one of those you've probably seen many times where you're just going to drag and upload your backlist. So um, very simple to do. And I also just want to point out in the footer here, um, if you ever do run into trouble um, with any of the different methods that I've shared with you this morning, we do have a chat feature. Um, and you can always just chat with one of our customer service representatives who is happy to kind of walk you through the steps, um, help you troubleshoot anything. Um, well, they're they're available twice, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I know, they really want to help. I yeah. just happen to be very click happy. What country are they located in? They are on the east coast of the United States. Oh, they're on the they're on the wrong side of the water. Uh, <laughs> I think they're on the right side. All right. Very good. So those are our four um, general uh, ways to upload your booth staff. So I am going to turn that over to Rochelle for our next section, which um, I believe is managing our staff. Managing that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so once you guys have um, registered all of those employees, um, if you have any edits to them, you can simply do it by managing your registered staff. So you'll have all of your 
employees here. Um, the first thing I want to point out is you can download your list to Excel. So I get a lot of questions about that. Is there any way that I could, you know, um, recap everybody that I've registered? Yes, you can download this to Excel if you would like. Um, so that's a, that's a great um, tool to use. Also, um, just to throw out there, confirmation emails are automatically sent to these people. So as soon as you register them, they will get a confirmation email from us. If they, by chance, forget their confirmation email, you can send them one here on the um, far right-hand corner where you see email. You can just click that and um, that will resend them their confirmation email. If you need to make edits to their um, registration, this is where you will do it. You'll click that little pencil arrow and it will pull up their information. And who is, who is Mary Muckle? Mary Muckle is who I was after a very curly in motion. She was the next person to come to mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not very original. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> it is completely fine. I do the same thing. <laughs> Here is where you can change anything for that registrant. So I believe um, we had a question earlier if we can change those 2014 staff. So this is where you would do it. Okay. And you'll just simply change the, the name and um, scroll down and click save. The plus. I know. I must have leaned on the keyboard there. All right, and you can see here, real time, Mary has been updated to Mary Ellen. Yes. All righty. Well, um, that's pretty much it with the managed staff registration. So, Karen, how about we jump into EAC registration? All right. Certainly. EAC, right. EAC, let me think, what does that mean? It stands for everyone, <laughs> almost, um, calls you every day, I don't know. What, <laughs> what does EAC mean? I know, it's one of those acronyms uh, that's very popular in the trade show industry um, and in registration it's circles. It's EAC popular. It stands for Exhibitor Appointed Contractor. So these are the companies that you would hire to um, help with the building, fabrication of your booth, tear down, and any needs during the show cycle. So um, this is the first year we have integrated EAC registration um, into the Exhibitor Reg process with the hope that it just is a little bit smoother um, with a one-stop shop. So you can basically, um, through the e-kit, um, choose the EAC registration process, which would bring you to this page in the exhibitor registration site. And all you need to do is, if you are going to work with an exhibitor-appointed contracting company, is let us know what company that is. And so you would, you can either start to type here in the um, EAC company field, uh, and I didn't pick one. Uh, electric, electrical muckle. Oh, uh, I just was trying to get a company to um, show up that is pre-approved. So right. the exhibitor appointed contractor process um, is twofold. 
And you have to be both approved as an EAC company by McCormick and by the AMT or IMTS team. So we have a list loaded in the system of those companies that are pre-approved with McCormick already. And so I was just trying to have our system here pop up um, a company that is a McCormick-approved company so you can see it. So if I was to do that, Evans Electric, um, we would basically just go ahead and send them the form because we do have their, their contact information. I'm going to clear that because we are live and I don't want to send them a, a form and get confused. But um, I often test with my cat. So here we go. We have Tigger's EAC company. Um, Tigger Muckle. Tigger Lewis. <laughs> Tigger Lewis gets lots of emails. Too bad he doesn't actually have an email address. Um, so what happens here is if you're choosing an exhibitor-appointed contracting company, not yet on the McCormick list, that's OK, too. Um, you just put their information in, and you would hit the Submit button. And what happens is, is an email gets sent to the exhibitor-appointed contracting company you would wish to work with, whether that is a pre-approved McCormick or not pre-approved by McCormick. Um, either way, they get that email telling them that, um, in this case, the Association for Manufacturing Technology, as the exhibitor, is requesting to work with your company. Um, please go ahead, click this link, and, and complete your application process. Because no matter what, that company does need to complete their application process with IMTS and make sure they are a qualified vendor for the IMTS show. So the nice thing about this is you are CC'd on that email. So when, in our case, Tigger's EAC company gets an email, they will be told that, you know, the AMT company is requesting them. You'll get a copy of that so you know it went out and everything was working. And then once they are approved by both McCormick and by um, the AMT company, you will get another email letting them know that they are qualified and can go ahead and register to their staff. So you're kind of behind the scenes being kept appraised of their progress through the EAC approval process. And um, you know, if you have any questions or whatnot, you can give us a call or um, give us a chat, and we can you know, let you know where, you, where they are in the process. Um, Rochelle, is there anything we should, we should add to uh, a little bit more information about this EAC? component this year? Um, I think that is perfect. I do want to point out that on our IMTS website, we do have a specialized site with some um, FAQs on EACs. So I will put that link in the chat for everybody to view that. Um, we have one specifically for exhibitors, and we also have one specifically for EACs themselves. So I'll put that in the chat for everybody. Um, looks like we have a question. Yeah, we've got a question. Yeah, we've got a question with, with you know, um, yeah, go ahead, Rochelle. Um, so the question is, would someone who is working their equipment in my booth during the show be an EAC, or would they be an exhibitor? They would be an EAC. So they're actually um, not an employee at your company, so therefore they would be an EAC. Ooh, good, good question here. Uh, are there a uh, approved EAC list available so that they can make sure they're working with somebody legit? Yes, um, there is a list, and that is on our website. So I will post that link within the chat as well. 
And I do want to just kind of throw out that we have Matt Lutz with AMT who is kind of managing this process. So I'll put his contact information in the chat. You guys can feel free to call him with any questions. And I, you know, I don't think this happens a lot, but I know that it has happened in the past, and that is that um, you must register the EAC. You must Absolutely. register that you're working with the EAC. If they say to you, oh, we're, we're all set up, you know, we're all set up with McCormick and IMTS and, and stuff like that. You don't need to. You don't need to do that. Yes, you do need to do that. Okay, so just want to make yeah. sure everybody understands that. And I guess I would just like to add, um, just in case your EAC again comes to you with a question, uh, just like Steve said, is that the EAC companies are being badged this year. Um, this is new for IMTS for 2016. They will all have name badges, first name, last name. Um, so that's a new, little bit of a new process for them, and they will have to pick those badges up on site. They are not mailed, but they can pick them up in the exhibitor registration areas. So again, just a little more information from you for you in case you do get a question from your EAC. Yeah, and I just want to throw out one other thing. Um, we have two, um, our general contractor, GES, as well as our electric and AV contractor is Freeman. So if you're using either of those companies, you do not have to go through this process as they are our general contractors, so we already have all of their um, insurance and requirements taken care of. All right, so why don't we... Um, Matt Lutz is on this call. Why isn't Matt Lutz putting his information? Come on, Matt Lutz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm talking to you. Talking, talking to... Matt? <laughs> talking to Matt. Talking to Matt. Alrighty. Mm -hmm. So let's jump into the customer invitation program. Here we go. Alright, and so I'm going to give a little bit of a background on customer invitations. So if you haven't heard, um, we have a program called Customer Invitation, and we created this so that you can invite your customers to come to the show. So this is a way um, that you can either mail something to your customers or you can send them an email to invite them to the show, complimentary. So the charge um, would be on the exhibitor. So if you want um, a few of your customers to come for free, this is the way that you can invite them. So we have two ways, like I mentioned. We have paper invitations, which you can mail, or we have um, online invitations, links that you can email to your customers. Um, this year, each company is given 10 customer invitations um, free on the show. So if you send out 50 um, invitations then and 10 people register using those, then your company would not be paying anything. However, if you send out 50 and 11 people register, then you would be paying for that one additional person. And I do want to point out that for the paper invitations, you can order as many as you'd like, and they are all complimentary. So if you order 1,000 customer invitations, um, they're all free to you. And again, uh, to, to, to clarify, the, the ordering of the paper invitations is at no charge. Um, the fee piece for billing, if more people yeah, hand in those paper forms, that does apply. Correct. And it is $10 per person, so that's a significant discount to the um, $45 per visitor reg that currently is in place. Um, so just wanted to throw that out there as well. 
somebody get me a badge? I think we'll get that. No, I'm going to ask. <laughs> I'm asking if any of these guys can help get me a badge. Chris. Yes. Chris Klein, help get me. Jennifer, give me a badge. <laughs> All right, and I'm going to pass it over to Karen to. Um, so I just I just want to re I, I just want to reiterate that 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 okay they can they can order as many paper invitations yes okay as they want correct all of them um, obviously but but wouldn't they be able to order the the email invitations yes are you are yes. you going to talk about that Karen um, yes, I mean that's, I'm that, talk a little bit about cost. yeah there's no there's no cost for that right. Okay, so all right, so so they can order as many invitations as they want, but then then it, the charge happens, you know, when when they get ten ten people who register, they're free actual registration. Anything beyond ten, uh, it's uh, ten dollars each. So, right, I like to use the word redeemed. So there's no charge for the advance ordering, whether it's paper or setting up an online code. So in that regard, the setting up of the process for each exhibiting company is no charge. The charge would happen after the codes are redeemed in that someone came back and used that, right. that code. Um, and everything is post-event. Do not worry about any billing um, on anything until the show is closed. At that point, if anyone has gone um, in excess of the free 10, at that point, the, the charge kicks in to an exhibiting company. The attendee sees nothing. Um, they go through the process for free um, with, with no issues. It's just post-show the billing will occur. So don't worry about anything or anyone being impacted before the show. So clearly Karen has been um, a coupon clipper in the past because she understands that, <laughs> that, that the, the lingo, the, the, the language of that. Uh, a question about are there yeah. any groups that are getting free badges like SME or anybody like that? I can answer that one. Um, there are a few groups that um, we do offer um, complimentary registration through, and that's just kind of on a, on a basis here at AMT um, that we do for show management. So we don't have like a list of, of groups that we, we offer free reg for. Okay, what about, um, and then as they do, is their um, customers do redeem, their customers or prospects do redeem these badges, do they, find out who did? Yes, you will get a list. Um, now, if you use the email um, registration, you can find out instantly who has redeemed your, um, your customer invitation. If you use paper, it's a little bit harder. You'll get a list post-show. Um, right, Karen? Do they get the one? Correct. Correct. Okay, yes. So, Yes, post-show you'll get a full list of everybody who has um, used your badges. And okay, so, so they only they only find they only know instantly people who use email, but they will but they don't know if somebody registered via paper when they come. It's to the not show. as timely just because yeah. of the delay in mailing and yeah. 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 Going back and all that all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Is, um, there, is there a deadline? Is there a deadline for this stuff? Deadline. Nope. No, uh-uh, absolutely not. Um, October they 1st. Can send them in <laughs> no. They can send them any time advance of the show, um, and we will register them. And we do also allow people to come up with a form on site and use it as well. Yes, so um, they can bring the paper invitations on site and use those to register. And that's kind of why we can't give you that list until after the show, because we do have a good number of people who do use those paper invitations. Yeah. Um, who bring them on site to get the okay. grudge. Okay. 
All right. Well, let me just tell you a little bit about it. First thing is I want to point out on the customer invitation page, down here in the corner, in our right-hand corner, um, we do have a tutorial. Um, it's a YouTube video that you can click on and watch, um, just again walking you through this process because, um, you know, it is a little bit different and if you haven't done it before, um, it's just a good reminder of all the steps you have to follow. Um, so, I'm going to start with the ordering side. I will order them. And Rochelle did go over all the information about the quantity and, and anything in excess of 10. Um, in advance of the show, if you do send paper invitations, they must be mailed back. There's a note here that paper invitation codes cannot be used on the registration site. And that, and that is through um, coding. So uh, we prevented that ability. We want them to mail them back. But on-site, as we did say, if they bring them on-site, we can certainly uh, show those folks how to use the code in the on-site with our, our temps or our assistant staff. So let's do the email. Um, it's quick, it's easy, and you do get almost instant feedback. So every company um, starts with a code assigned to them. For AMT's case, it is a, it's always a five-digit numeric code. Um, you can see it right there. Now, most people aren't going to use that code. You certainly can. Um, what I see a lot of um, with the different exhibitors for IMTS is that they then customize their code. Perhaps each salesperson um, would want a, a, their name at the end, and those are codes that they will give out to people, and you can track how sales staff is doing when it comes to inviting customers and prospects. Um, maybe you have a specific campaign for you know, a region, and you want to put a state or region, New England, what have you, after it. You can put um, certain text afterwards. Now, just be advised that the code cannot exceed 10 characters, so you might have to get a little creative. Um, but so these are existing codes that we have there. Um, I am going to show you how to add an additional code um, by clicking on this button here. And in, in an assumption that, that you know, if the question is a good question, though, um, you know, each, each attendee, potential attendee is only going to get one code. Correct, correct, yeah. yep, because um, this system isn't going to send out invitations, as I'll walk you through it. This system isn't going to send out invitations to the individuals. This system will send what the unique URL is back to a salesperson, yourself, or someone. And uh, then at that point, through some sort of online email marketing tool that you might have, or even just a personal email to a prospect, you can include that URL. Um, I do want to just throw so, out there that for one um, code, you can make the quota as many as you'd like. So if you want 100, you, you want to set your quota to 100, um, 100 people could use that code. Yep. Yeah, you and the 100 I, 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 okay, you can show us. I'm sure you'll show us that. Go ahead. Yep. Yep. The first thing I want to do is start from scratch, a brand new code, and show you how to do that. So. Easy enough, click a code. Um, now all you have to do is add on um, the, the, the pre-suffix, I guess, after the, um, the five-digit code, what you want. So I'm going to do a special campaign from Iowa, because go Iowa, that's where I live. Um, so we're going to do a special campaign for our, our uh, prospects in this area. And we're going to say, we're going to be optimistic that um, we're going to use 50. So I'm going to just type that in. 
add code now. And you can see here that we have our new code, all set, 50. And then all I need to do is, I just want to show you, we've created this unique URL. You can send it to anyone. And they're going to get an email letting them know that this is the code. Now, this is something you want to send to your salespeople or to yourself. You don't want to send this to your prospect. This is for you guys to receive in your email and then take that unique URL and add it to any personal marketing you're doing or any um, mass email marketing that you might be doing to that particular, in this case, the Iowa audience. Um, so you would just do that and that's simple enough. And then this is going to, you know, tally. Now let's say, let's say Iowa is going gangbusters. And you wanted to increase that to 100. Um, you've got some new prospects. So all you have to do there is you can see here these are all hyperlinks because they're blue. If you click on it, I can increase this code to 100 invites. And what it's going to do is it is going to show to you. Yeah, yeah. That, that increased it to yeah. 150. I added 100 yeah. to that site. So we have 150. Right. So now we can really invite everyone in that particular market or segment. So um, there's two things you can do here. So don't ever feel limited. If a campaign is doing really well for you and you want to increase that quota, you absolutely can. You can, um, if a particular salesperson is doing a great job, if you're tracking codes by your salespeople, you always can come back in here and increase that limit so further people can register with the code. So, okay, so, and, and Chris actually is asking a question that I, I would, uh, uh, was going to be kind of my follow-up question was this. So, let's say I am a salesperson. You email mm -hmm. the code, the Iowa code to me. Right. That, that I now send, I now send out to the 150 people that I want to invite to the show, yeah. but they're all getting the, the same link. Yes. Now, it's, it's, the link is coded to me, right. my company, but it's, but it's not necessarily, it's, it's not an individual code for the person. Correct. Okay. Correct. Just want to make sure we understand that. I mean, they'll, yeah. it be, it's, because, it's link, because it's linked to me, I'll be able to get the list of people mm -hmm. who, who, you know, who clicked that link from, you know, of my Iowa code. Right, okay. right, yes. You, it's, it's connected to the company. And right. so when anyone was to log into this, this portal and people have come back and registered, you can see who's registered using that particular Iowa code versus the DOD code, um, which will... I have that email address, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. I, I figured. do have that so, um <laughs> So yeah, we'll show you um, the tracking piece, but that's yeah. important. It's tied back specifically to the exhibiting company, um, so you so can see how different people yeah. are doing. So if uh, um, if I didn't clarify that, let me know. How, go ahead and pop it in there. Pop your question in. Terrific. I'm going to show you the paper codes and the how-to for the paper code next, and then the final step we'll do is the tracking piece, so you can see how um, any information comes back in once people have registered using those codes. Okay. So, again, when you use a paper code, um, again, it starts with a five-digit 
unique code for each exhibiting company. And this one also has P at the end of it as well, signifying its difference from a paper code versus an online code. Again, it's just all trackability so you can see you know, how people are using um, your codes and how you can follow along and see how people are using that. So IMTS, the AMT team, um, did one order of paper invitation codes. And they maybe they were marketing to the Danish folk, um, a group over in the Netherlands. And so here they have a code appended with Danish for 110 people. And you can see here it does track when you make that order. So that you kind of, if you have a question, when did I order something? Did I add additional invitations like they did here? Um, everything is tracked. So you can kind of always come back to this area and see how it's going. So just be aware, once this request is submitted uh, twice a week, we work with a, a printer in our area, and we print on the invitation um, your unique code. So in this case, the 392P Danish went on a, a mailing piece. Those all get printed. They come back to our warehouse, where we then will mail them um, to your office, to the main contact at your office. And that whole process takes about seven to 10 business days, depending on holidays or weekends. Um, so just be on the lookout for those. So let's go ahead and order, uh, create a paper code. All right. I'm going to add a new code. And let's say we will do one for Chicago. We're going to do one in the local area. 250. There we go. And I'm just going to add that code. And you can see here, it's just been created right away. And if we want to kind of throw in some ahead. Um, they can also mail those to the alternates as well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So if we come up here, I'm just going to go ahead. Same functionality. It looks just the same as you are familiar with from our quick review of the email side. Click on that 50. Currently, it's 50. You might want to add an additional 25 invitations. Mail them to me for the next group here, and we can submit that request. So, so the first 50 went to Michelle. The second 50 went to you. Yep. I mean, the second, second, 20, second 25 went to you. Right. Yep. Right. So you can kind of do that, and you can see here. I mean, not very easy, but it is, you know just the right time here, um, bearing in mind I'm an hour behind the web pages on the East Coast. Yeah. Um, so that is the paper invitation. Okay. So those are two different ways you could order. So I'm going to go ahead and um, let's say it's been a week or two, you've had campaigns out there and you want to go ahead and you want to see data to see if anyone's come back and registered using your code. Now I think, Michelle, you're going to can I walk them through this piece? Yes. Or I can, yeah. okay, go ahead. Yeah, so this, this is um, where you can track those customers. So we've sent out all of these invitations, now you want to track them. And you can see here all of the codes that you have used either for paper as well as for online. So like we said, online you can do instantaneous. Um, you'll see that it looks like the DOD had six people who have registered using those. Um, so we'll click that. Um, it's blue, so you can tell that it's clickable. 
and these are the people who have registered using that code. So you can see exactly when they registered, who they are, and their information. Okay, a follow-up question on that. Sure. Um, uh, if, uh, okay, because I'm looking at the data that's available for me on that. Uh, it's got name, company name, title, it has their email address. Correct. That they can use. Yes. So these people have given permission. These people are their customers. These people are their customers that they already have the information for. Yes. These people are their customers. They're inviting them. So yes. But but what if what if they're their prospects and they oh wait, no, these are being emailed out. Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So you are they're giving you the emails, all right. So Correct. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So now they can, um, if they do, if you know, if you're going to use this with your with your prospects and your customers, then of course, you know, m you know, my marketing brain is 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 uh, you know, okay. exploding with this because it's like, okay, so cool. These people have already registered. They registered through my link. All right. Now I'm mm -hmm. now going to follow up with them. Exactly. Before the show, and I'm and I'm going to say, um, cool. Uh, thank you for registering through my thing. Let me, you know, hey, how about you know? Would you like to set an appointment? Uh, exactly. Or you know, follow up with them in some way that you're making another. You're making a, a minimum of one more connection with them uh, yes. between now and the show to try to to do this, right? Yes. Okay. You, you know, exactly. So so absolutely take advantage of this. I mean, this 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 alone is a great reason for using this. Absolutely. Um, uh, I mean, I love the paper. I really do. I love the paper as well because I, I, I think that, that, you know, paper can be, uh, um, you know, uh, you know, this is a mailing, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, and direct mail is very, very cool. And I do want to just kind of, I got, we got, we actually got 50 in the mail today here. So I want to show you guys what they look like. Okay. But by the way, you know, and I like, I like this, uh, <laughs> I think, I think Gina's saying is that, these, uh, um, if, if these names are real, everybody who's on this web this webinar right now is now you know, I know, I know, going to contact <laughs> every one of these people. I've, you know, I've, you know, there are screenshots being taken all over the place. All right, so what? So this is the mailing. Oh, you're, you're showing us the mailing. Yes. So Karen, let's go back to yeah, the homepage. Um, this is the mailing, oh, yeah. and as you can see, <laughs> it is um, kind of. I love that. You people are sharp. Oh, yeah. Good for you. <laughs> um, I can't really think of the name, but it's, it's enclosed. So you'll get however many of these that you order. Um, on the back, they have an area for you to put the address. So you can simply just mail these out to your customers. And here, let me open it. So they'll open it. And it has you know, general information about the show and also has a quick little registration form for them. So they can enter this information, give them directions on where to mail it back. So they can either mail it back or they can just carry this, take it onto the show floor, and come to any registration area, and they will get their complimentary reg. And to reinforce what I, you know, I just responded to Gina on the, on the chat that uh, she said, she said, and this is the list that they won't get until after the show. Correct. Well, I want to clarify that just a hair, too. Um, 
the paper invitations that Rochelle just shared with all of you, it's, it's only a partial registration form. Um, so when they mail that back to our office, um, we have a, a data entry team who will put the information in our system. And then they are actually sent an email saying, hey, you know, we received your, we received your registration interest. Please click on this link and finish your free registration for IMPS. So if they do complete that before the, um, the show in September, and we do have several, absolutely, who follow the rule or follow the email, clicked on it, and uh, registered, you will be able to see those paper invitations before the, um, before the show. Um, it's just that we, we want you to be aware that a lot of people do bring them to the event and register on site instead. So you won't see as much of a pickup on the paper invitations in advance of the show. Great point, Karen. Okay, and now here's another one. A good question uh, Christopher is asking here. That, uh, um, so, so if he emails the invites with the various unique codes, for example, like state by state, you know, he's got mm -hmm. a code with Iowa. He's got a code with um, Washington, right? Um, mm -hmm. Now, when he goes in and gets the report on those, he will be able to see which codes have been used and who Absolutely. has registered yeah. via those codes. Will he be able to download those? Mm -hmm. Yes, okay. there is so, the, um, the save feature. Okay, so, so he can download go. those, and then and then I would I'm I'm guessing that it would be his responsibility to then forward those from Iowa to his Iowa representative. Correct. Exactly. Yes. Yep. Or follow-up. Yep. Correct. Yep. Okay. Or Another thing uh, you can use this wanted to make it easier for yourself, you could give your salespeople access to the exhibitor kit and they could go in themselves and look at this. I would not do that. <laughs> <laughs> I would not. Do not give anybody access to your, to your exhibitor kit because that means they can go in and order things as well. That is, let's say you have a disgruntled employee. That is very true. Yeah. So. Yes. You are the traffic cop. The other thing that you can do. Yes, you are. You're the traffic cop. I'm sorry. I'm responding to. Uh... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Meter made. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I have one other marketing kind of thing that I often tell people when they use the uh, customer invitation codes, and that is, um, yes, we saw the six people who registered with the DOD code here, but let's say you sent that out to 50. Well, you know the other, you know, 44 people who did not respond, so you can follow up with them too. So you can... Start with the six for the reply, make appointments, reach out to them with another touch point, but also you can follow up with those other 44 and say, hey, you know, gee, I know you haven't registered yet. Do you have any other questions? Or, again, right. it's just a, a nice way to see who has and has not responded to your yeah, offer. Yeah. Excellent question here that, that we did, I don't believe we did actually touch on. If you, when you order paper invitations, like what Rochelle was just showing here, um, okay, you give us the code. All right. So, and and let's say you give us five different codes. All right. You're going then then they are going to print these, and they will print five different batches with the codes on them, and they will mail these to you. All right. You the you the exhibitor, and then you mail them to your prospects and customers. Correct. Correct. 
the exhibitor is responsible for the postage. Exhibitor, yes. Exhibitor yeah, and we suggest if you have an open house or if you have an event, you can order them, you can pass them out. Um, that's another way to do it as well. Yeah. Well, just put them in any kind of mailing that goes out. Yep. Deliveries, mailings, everything. So, but we will mail them to you complimentary. That's right. So, yes, I'm sorry, there are more meter made. Yes. And Chuck, um, it looks Excellent. like you know the processing time. The processing is from 7 to 10 business days. That's a good question. Is there any way that shows the, shows the mailer on, on site? On the IMTS site that um, shows the mailer. Um, we do not have the mailer shown on the IMTS site. However, um, I believe we have our domestic brochure on the IMTS site too. So that's another um, quick advertising piece that we can mail to you. Um, it does not. No, she 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 wants to know because she wants to show the people. Okay, you're back in her office. What is going to be mailed out? Okay. So so let me let me make a suggestion and see if we can do this. You know we have um, the the archive page for this that will be set up. What I'm wondering is if you guys Rochelle can scan the mailer and then just upload the JPEGs onto the archive page along with say the download of the, vi of the visuals here and stuff and then then if somebody wants to go they can go look at you know be able to show the JPEGs from there is that possible yeah we can post that I just want to point out you guys will not be able to print these out and use them um, because they do have to have this special code on it that's right here um, and the one that I'm going to upload is not going to have a code on it. Okay. <laughs> okay. These are great questions, though, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad you guys are asking ah. these because, uh, you know, it's a lot of good stuff to, uh, for us to be answering and, and really clarifies, you know, how to use this. This is important stuff to, uh, uh, to help you. Um, I would also suggest that uh, with, the, with the mailer, is that um, you know? See, I would even take it one step farther. The mailer. I would take the mailer, the uh, I, the IMTS mailer, and I would put it inside another mailer. Like in other words, I would do. I would get like a uh, here, here, here. Let me show you something you'll never believe that I have. Bright orange envelopes. Okay. See, bright orange envelopes. So I could mail a personal letter. Steve, your camera is uh, paused right now. It is not. Oh, it is. Oh, let me see if I can. Oh, I just got kicked out. <laughs> Somebody didn't like it, so I just got kicked out. So anyway, I'm just. You can still hear me though, but um, I'll, I'll come back in. But uh, uh, what I'm saying is that, like, if I could use a big, like, I was I was showing a nine and a half by twelve or a nine by twelve envelope, I could I could put a personal letter inside there that says, hey, we'd really like to invite you as our guest to IMTS, enclosed is a registration, you know, from IMTS with information about the show, and uh, you can register through that for free from us. See, so I would take it even a step farther as far as creating that, that personal connection. Yeah. i got to see if I can get back in here now. Oh, we're almost done. Yes, we, we're done. We are at 12 o'clock, so I do want to answer the last few questions. Um, so we can wrap this up for people who need to leave. 
Um, it looks like there are a few other questions. Heather, you asked, um, do you create unique separate code for the complimentary tickets? Yes. Um, we did review that. Um, you just um, create it with the invite customers. So Karen, if you'll just go into the invite customers tab um, and use bordering the IMTS customer invitation, you'll click whichever um, You'll click whichever option you want to do, email or paper, and from there you can order your code. Um, we had a question from Michael. How do people receive an email URL to finish their registration if they've received a paper invitation? All right, so basically what would happen is you would mail them this paper invitation. They would then mail it back to our registration company, um, and it contains their email address in it. It. So then our registration company would then send an email to those people, and that's how they would get it. Um, so yes, they do have to mail the form back in to um, receive the email. And like we said, they can also bring these on site. Um, when are the exhibitor badges mailed? That, that is a great question. The exhibitor badges are mailed mid-August. And what we um, implemented last year, which is fabulous, is your tracking code will be in your exhibitor kit. So once your badges are mailed, we'll put the tracking code in there and you can see exactly when they'll be delivered to your office. So this, just, just so everybody knows, the system didn't kick me out. My entire internet just went down. So, oh, no. Oh, no. So I got, all I can do is, is listen to you guys. Um, and, uh, and, and I know you're answering all the questions right there. I, sure, I assume there's a couple of more questions. And remember, there were some questions on the previous chat, too. Yes. So it looks like um, there was a question about the club lounge. Um, this is $150 for the entire show. So it's not per day. It's $150 for the entire show. Um, and you said people have been coming. Oh, okay. So, yep, that's, that's the cost for that. Um, all right, another question to clarify. We can invite any number of people for free. We get 10 for free and anyone over that. Yes, that is 100% um, correct, Anthony. Um, you can invite as many people as you'd like for free. Um, once 10 people register, then your company will be charged per person after that $10 per person. All right, and I am going to go back to our other um, presentation and here is our contact information if you guys have any questions about the site or anything you can feel free to call our registration call center um, they would be happy to answer any questions you have or you can also call um, us here at AMT, INTS Show Management thank you guys all for joining us thank you Karen so much. Thank you, Steve, so much. Thank you. I'm still here, doggone it. I, you know, the, the women, <laughs> the women kicked me out. Clearly, some somebody sabotaged my my cable. Yes. Now I have to find out why my cable is down and and uh, get back online. Yes. And thank you, guys, everybody, for all thank the you. questions and being interactive. Terrific. Terrific. Great. Great stuff. Great questions. Great information. Yes. And uh, and we appreciate all the questions. The questions were super. We, we appreciate yes. your participation and, of course, your participation at IMTS this year. We look forward to so. you at the show. Anthony says, Steve, goodbye.
<laughs> we can say, Steve, get off. All right, thank you. Okay, he says, Bye. He wanted us to tell you. Have a good life. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye.